Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Brother my brother, you can hold it all together. Night brings night, where it's cold and dark forever. Fire lines are I'll be back Everybody, yes, indeed. Rural Alberta advantage to open up today's show. That was Brother. And Brother, we're hoping to land you a big show today. It is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. You're all in one convenient location is digitex.ca digitex.ca alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology software it and supplies you know somebody said to me you know bob i get the sense that you kind of favor alberta-based companies on your show called oilers now and my response to that would be yeah i do and we do this is oilers now we got a lot to get to it is a um Tuesday, that means Stoffer Inspector, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. The horses with live racing, Thursday nights, Saturdays, and Sundays out at Century Mile. Over 7,000 men and women employed in the Alberta horse racing industry. Uh, Hockey Canada about, uh, oh, I don't know, just over an hour ago had a press conference And they've got uh, two Order of Hockey Canada recipients that are going to make today's show. The man that finished the season as the interim head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, Ken Hitchcock, and former University of Calgary Dinos head coach, former University of Alberta Golden Bear player, and the former head coach of the San Jose Sharks, George Kingston. So two men that have coached in the NHL, Ken Hitchcock and George Kingston, will be joining us uh, with Mark Spector between 12.30 to 1.30 today. At 1.35... 
could be as many as four Western Hockey League players to go in the top 12 of the upcoming NHL entry draft. And then there's several Edmonton Oil Kings, including Matthew Robertson, who could uh, be a guy maybe going somewhere between 20 to 35 in the NHL draft. Oil Kings GM Kurt Hill, who last year at this time, though it was known in hockey circles that Kurt was going to be the uh, next uh, GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, at this time last year, Kurt was uh, getting ready for the what, the uh, NHL draft as a member of the Chicago Blackhawks organization. So we're going to pick uh, Kurt's uh, brain a bit on some of the WHL prospects that are available for this year's NHL entry draft. Do want to put a shout-out at this time. We open up with Brother by Rural Alberta Advantage, um, and I've worked all over the northern part of the province in uh, my past life and spent a lot of time up near high level in La Crete. In fact, I revisited uh, La Crete a, a couple uh, years ago, uh, thanks to Mike Reniger. And um, they're going through a difficult time. They're dealing with uh, wildfires up there, and some of the communities are being evacuated as we speak. Uh, for all those folks uh, in northern Alberta that are dealing with that right now, uh, best of luck uh, with things uh, moving forward. And uh, we're with you all the way. You can reach us at any time on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They're getting bigger and better at the River Creek this month. I was down there yesterday. They have a new, uh, they've done an expansion at the River Cree Resort Casino. What's taking place is the main casino is now going to be smoke-free. And they have a separate smoking area known as Embers with state-of-the-art sort of uh, facilities to minimize uh, the effect of, uh, of smoking, but you can smoke there. So the River Creek Resort Casino Excitement, bet on it. Uh, that's our hotline at 780-496-0063. You can text us at any time on our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford out of Fort Saskatchewan, not your small-town dealership, with a new, huge, state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. I've been in an F-150 with Heartland uh, for the duration of the season. It's been terrific. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott is away this week. Um, filling in is Dayton Abbott, and he'll be helping us out on the show for the next couple of days. I'll be flying to Vancouver tonight with Jack Michaels, and we'll be doing the show from CKNW in Vancouver tomorrow. Sportsnet Spec in studio at Sportsnet Spec as well. Um, look, just uh, before we get to... Our Oilers Now Audio Vault for our friends over at Direct Workwear. I put a tweet out here. Uh, people were asking, all right, what does it mean? Uh, Bob McKenzie reporting earlier today that the cap might not be as high as $83 million, that the lower threshold of the cap might be, or not the lower threshold, but it might end up coming in around $81.5 million, and it could change the complexion for lots of different things, and we've seen a fair amount of movement, and we'll get to some of that movement with Dayton Abbott coming up in our NHL today for elite promotional marketing. But I'll just throw this out there. I just mentioned this on Twitter right now. Under the context of an $81.5 to $82.5 million cap, barring trades, Okay, You can see the Edmonton Oilers, number one, they've got to sign themselves a 1B goaltender, a guy capable of starting 30 to 35 games to ease the workload on Miko Koskinen. I don't think we saw Koskinen start at 25 of the final 27 games or so. Um, he didn't have that sort of ratio when he was playing for St. Petersburg over in the KHL. In a perfect world, uh, you know, maybe Miko Koskinen gets 45 to 50 starts and the Oilers have another guy with 30 to 35. So they're going to need to sign a goaltender like that. Um, 
a compressed market, not at 83 million, but at 81 and a half. It's going to knock the price down a bit for some of the goalies out there. And it's a buyer's market when it comes to goaltenders as well. We should mention that. So maybe you can get a decent guy at one and a half to two and a half million. Uh, I expect the Philadelphia Flyers, I mean, they went and they traded for Cam Talbot. You'd have to think that he's the guy that gets a re-sign there to work with Carter Hart, especially given the Talbot-Hart relationship that uh, existed prior to Talbot going to Philadelphia. Uh, that said, if he doesn't re-sign in Philadelphia, I'm not sure Talbot would necessarily want to come back, but you can make an argument that there might be uh, a fit in that regard. Uh, Brian Elliott, I think Talbot at this stage of the game is probably a better goaltender than Brian Elliott, and the Flyers will pick Talbot over Elliott, but Elliott would have to uh, merit some consideration there. Someone said, what about Mike Smith in Calgary? Don't know what's happening on that front. It's going to be intriguing to watch here. But the orders do, you know, somebody said, what about Simeon Varlamov? Uh, I, to me, he's going to probably be three and a half to $5 million range. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Anyways, in an 81 and a half to $82.5 million cap world, definitely the owner's going to have to spend a little bit of money to get a good 1B one, one goaltender. Uh, they probably have enough wiggle room to go two and a half to $3.5 million on a top nine forward. Now, some people would say, hey, they got to get a center. That's fair. They probably do have to get a center. Not necessarily sure, you know, where you get that center from. The overall depth of centers that's available, not deep. Might have to make a trade there. Uh, in terms of free agency for a potential winger, what about a guy like Brett Conley of the Washington Capitals? Would he make sense in that two and a half to three and a half million dollar range? People say, well, what about Alex Chason? I don't know if I think that's a little too rich for Chason, but we'll see. Uh, the owners also are going to have to shop like the National Predators shop for a number of years and hit on a couple of forwards at $1 million or less for their bottom six, change out the complexion there. Now, they've already added jo- uh, Joachim Nygaard out of Sweden. Um, maybe there's, you know, I wouldn't rule it out in terms of uh, potential of adding another European forward. San Jose's tended to add anywhere from two to three guys a year from Europe, so never say never. I'd also look at uh, guys that were competitive for AHL jobs uh, or NHL jobs that played the majority of the year in the AHL. I don't think the plan was for a guy like Daniel Carr, as an example, in his mind, to spend as much time as he did in the farm down in Chicago. But I think a guy like Carr and Curtis McKenzie that both played for uh, Rocky Thompson in Chicago might be able to push for NHL jobs. Uh, Curtis Lazar, if the Flames don't re-sign him, I've mentioned Brett Ritchie before. Um, a couple of those guys are right shots, which are factors as well, I think. Uh, so we'll wait and see. But I would certainly explore the option of Trying to add, uh, they've added a little bit of speed with Nygaard. If they add another guy from Europe, he's got to be able to skate. That's a given. And we'll wait and see in terms of, you know, what sort of player they ended up getting here to complement. But at least three forwards needed uh, to upgrade their forward depth. And you take a look no further than the St. Louis Blues missed the playoffs by one spot. And they had five new forwards. Of course, they got the Buffalo Sabres to take Vladimir Sabotka and Patrick Berglund in a deal from Ryan O'Reilly, and all he did is go out and win the Conn Smythe Trophy. And then the orders have to get creative because I think that uh, on defense, uh, you can certainly move forward with Clefbaum, Larson, and Darnell Nurse, those three for sure. Uh, you've got two more years left of Andre Secker and Chris Russell. I'm not necessarily convinced that 
they both play their two full years here in Edmonton, maybe. Uh, but I do think there's a pretty good chance they're both here to start this year. Matt Benning, would there be interest in Matt Benning? I know people have mentioned the Toronto Maple Leafs before. What about an organization like the LA Kings, who just bought out Dion Phaneuf? Um, but somewhere, uh, the Oilers have got to find a way to get a little bit different dimension into their defense. Does this mean Caleb Jones gets an opportunity or William Lagasin, Ethan Bear, uh, Joel Person on defense? So some things to watch for over the next 14 days where we might have a little bit more clarity. Again, I'll be going to the uh, draft t- tonight. Um uh, there's a fair amount of response to what we had yesterday on our sport check panel on the Oilers website. Jack Michaels and myself both, both had Philip Roberg in the top uh, eight. I know Craig Butt moved Philip Roberg right up, and I tend to sort of see things the way uh, Craig does on certain issues, not all of them. But uh, is there a recency bias for me based on the performance of Roberg at the U18s? Uh, we'll wait and see. I the, People say, well, the Oilers can get Kirby Dock at eight. I don't buy that for a second. I think he's gone in the top five. No chance Bowen Byram's there. Could be a chance, I suppose, that Dylan Cousins is in the mix. Trevor Zegras, one of Cousins or Zegras is going to be gone for sure. That's my prediction. And then the Russian, uh, Bud Colson, I do not think will go in the top eight. It's just a prediction there for you. All right. Yesterday on Oilers Now, uh, we are going to go into the Oilers Now Direct Workwear Audio Vault, where safety meets savings at Direct Workwear in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com, a fine Alberta-based company. Uh, speaking of Alberta, two guys that have spent a lot of time in this province, one that grew up in the city's south side. He was an absolute phenom as a uh, kid. 16 years in the National Hockey League, he wins a Stanley Cup. This is a player that did not make the playoffs for seven years he was in the NHL. Well, he's now made it six of the last seven. He's now a Stanley Cup champion. But he wasn't necessarily sure where he's going to be midway through the year uh, because he was dealing with a hip injury. We had Jay Bomeister on the show yesterday. Yeah, I think we had a few guys that was going through their mind. Um, for me, on a personal level, I, I was I was pretty confident if I could get healthy, I could help a team, uh, whether it be St. Louis or someone else. And um, yeah, that's exactly what it was. I just needed more time. And um, once we kind of got over the hump, uh, personally and as a team, it was kind of funny because it all kind of seemed to happen around the same time, right around New Year's, um, a little bit before. Um, yeah, everything just kind of everyone got comfortable. I think once once we sort of started playing better and we still didn't weren't really getting the results until end of January and into February but we were really playing better and uh, you know we saw some light at the end of the tunnel and if we just kept going we knew that we could probably make the playoffs um, and from there nowadays I mean it's anything can happen and it did and the Santa, St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup that's Jay Bomeister he had a terrific uh, playoff run I think the last Oh, 22 games? 16 of those 22 games, he played 22 minutes plus a game, basically in the shutdown pairing with Colton Pareko. Jordan Everly was on Oilers now as well, a former Edmonton Oiler, uh, Calgary area product. And Everly had this to say on uh, proving himself in this year's playoffs. Let's not forget a couple of years ago with the Edmonton Oilers. Um, Everly didn't score, and there was some criticism for that. And sometimes it takes a little bit of an adjustment making that jump from uh, regular season to playoff hockey. It is a different type of hockey. Of course, there's a saying, you still got to win games in the regular season to get to the playoffs. Here's Everly on proving himself this year. 
Um, well, I mean, I, I put a lot of emphasis on, on getting to the playoffs first off. Um, I wanted the chance to, to prove myself. Obviously, the first time around didn't go as well. And, you know, talking to a lot of guys, it, it takes a little bit of time to learn how to play in the playoffs. I mean, some guys get it right away, but, um, you know, with me, I, w- I was happy with the way the, the season ended. Um, for me personally, um, you know, it seemed like I was scoring most nights and really kind of got, um, you know, found my game and, and, and even evolved it. And then once the playoffs came, um, you know, I, I, I was in a position where I, w- I was playing well going into it and wanted to, um, you know, really be a factor in both rounds. And I, and I thought I was. I, like I said, I thought I took my game to a whole new level that it hasn't been. And, um, you know, I got to give credit to Lou and, and Barry for helping me out. But, um, you know, I think that was a big reason why I wanted to, to re-up with, with the Islanders. And, and, you know, like I said, I love what's going on there. I love, um, obviously, the leaders we have behind the helm. And, and uh, I just I wanted to be a part of it. So, um, you know, I, I tried to play as well as I could in the playoffs and give myself a chance to hopefully they want to be back. That's former Edmonton Oilers Jordan Everlay, who signed a five-year extension of $5.5 million. Again, Bob McKenzie from TSN Today suggesting, uh, I believe he was the first one to put it out there, we might only have an $81.5 million cap instead of an $83 million cap. And that's going to, you know, most, if you're, say you're at an $81.5 million cap, most teams aren't going to want to be over 80 million bucks because you want to have a little bit of wiggle room there moving forward. This could be, this could change the complexion and squeeze some players. So the proactive agents out there, um, and we're going to talk about a couple of them coming up when we get to NHL today, the proactive agents get things done for their guys. And maybe they read the tea leaves a bit. You look at uh, what happened, that deal for Eric Carlson, and there's been a subsequent deal today as a result of that involving San Jose. Tampa Bay Lightning, Jerry Johansson. He has Braden Point. He also has Braden Coburn. To tell you about that, more coming up when we come back in Oilers Now. It'll be NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Do your clients love the outdoors? Get them the hottest summer gear, like branded camping chairs, coolers, and more. At another fine Alberta-based company, Elite Promotional Marketing. This is Oilers Now. 12:26 and 2 NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Here is Date Nabbit. That's right, Bob. Jacob Truba has been traded from the Winnipeg Jets to the New York Rangers. In return, the Jets received defenseman Neil Pionk and the 20th overall pick in this year's draft. This pick was originally traded from the Winnipeg Jets, and so it was in the Kevin Hayes at the trade deadline trade, if you remember that trade. Um, The Tampa Bay Lightning have re-signed defenseman Braden Coborn to a two-year $3.4 million contract. That averages around $1.7 million per year. Defenseman Justin Braun was dealt this morning from the San Jose Sharks to the Philadelphia Flyers. In return, San Jose receives a second-round pick in this year's draft and a third-round selection in 2020. About two weeks ago, Philadelphia also traded their fifth-round pick in this year's draft for the negotiating rights to forward Kevin Hayes. All right, that's NHL Today brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. A couple things there. Jerry Johansson's got Brett Connolly. Uh, he has Braden Coburn, and he has Braden Point, and Point's looking for a big-time extension. Uh, you'd have to think the Tampa Bay Lightning in a perfect world would find room to re-sign Anton Strahlman as well. Do they buy out... Um, Oh, and a guy's name's escaped me now. Left wing used to be with the New York Rangers, about five, Ryan Callahan. Uh, is he a potential buyout target? And then do they end up moving another one of their top six forwards and transitioning somebody in like Boris Kachuk, as an example? Uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, in that regards with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, a couple other things for you. Uh, Bob McKenzie reporting Jimmy Hay- or Kevin Hayes might be getting 6.5 times six years. 
Ouch. Ouch. And I'm for those of you that think that Winnipeg got robbed in the deal for Truba, the Edmonton Oilers traded Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. So, you know, uh, trades get made, and sometimes there's extenuating circumstances. There have been other organizations that suggested that they offered the Jets more. There also has to be a guarantee that Truba is going to re-sign with said organization, and Truba's agent is Kurt Overhart, and Overhart's nickname in the business is Kurt Overcharge, but uh, he is a hard negotiator for his players. It's just his nickname, not how I necessarily feel, but I do think that it's interesting. Um, you look at Truba, and I think there's no question he wanted to play in the States, and the irony is his signing in New York could mean that Kevin Shattenkirk gets bought out. Keep an eye on that. And Shattenkirk would definitely want it to play uh, in the States as well. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, Mark Spector, Stoffer, Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. And we'll hook up right away with Ken Hitchcock. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.